Does your brand or business want to reach thousands of mums in Australia or around the world? Well, the best way to let them know about what you have to offer is to jump into their ears right here with us on the podcast. That's right. We are an independent mum-run podcast. And if you think your brand would enrich the lives of our DLs, or you just want your business shouted from the rooftop, slide on into our inbox and let's talk about how you can partner with us to get your brand out there. Yes, come and join the potty fam. Email partnerships at we don't have time for this.com to talk turkey. <laughs> hey, bestie. Hello. Another little weekend rolls around in our little silly lives. Doesn't it come quick? Doesn't it? Or does it? Or does it? Yeah. We've talked about this a lot, but what is easier as a working parent, the week or the weekend? I'd say the week's harder still. Harder, yeah. I used to find the week more enjoyable because I would go to work and then on the weekend I'd have to full-time parent, but... My kids at the age they are, I am much more enjoying weekends. Yeah. For me, it's still that bed, bath, dinner, book routine after a long day of work where Mm. I myself am cooked and they're cooked from daycare. It's just fun for no one. Fun for no one. And I find on weekends, you know, you can try and tandem parent with someone. Yes. Or around makes it a bit easier, you know. relaxed. Yeah. Run those batteries out early, get them in bed a bit earlier. Yes. You can Mm. run them like dogs. (laughs) Yes. Drain those batteries, babies. Exactly. Shall we see who called the uh, bestie hotline today? Yes. Who- Curious to see if we have a juicy dilemma that we can convert into lemonade. Hey, Gem and Rebs. Do you know Hi. what I don't have time for? What? Knowing and understanding all of the theory behind gentle parenting and respectful parenting and then not being able to implement any of it when I'm in the moment. I just lose my shit when the kids are going off and I know what I should be doing but I try to do it and it doesn't work and I feel my frustration slowing and I just can't do it. And then I feel like I'm failing. Help. Can relate. Can relate. Resonates heavily. Yep. There was a time when I used to listen religiously to Janet Lansbury. She's my guru. Gentle parenting, read blogs. Remember blogs? Yeah. Read articles, follow gentle parenting and attachment theory people on Instagram. I've given it all up. Have you? Yeah, given it up. It just comes back to my theory I've kind of always had, which is you're going to be the parent you're going to be. And yes, when you're going through a tricky period, it's good to reach for experts, get some tips, whatever, arm yourself with a bit of insight. But really, when shit hits the fan and the kids are kicking off, you're going to react how you're going to react because you are your personality. I'm going to come at this from a different way. Right, good. I think it's good to arm yourself with tools. Yes, of course. Because whenever I'm floundering, that's the time that I do check back in to mm-hmm. Janet Lansbury. And mm-hmm. I think that self-analysis... <laughs> Insert your expert here. We don't just love <laughs> Janet Lansbury. Look, there's also Maggie Dent. Yes, she's great. She's also brilliant. But you need those expert yeah. opinions sometimes to, I think, validate yeah, yeah, my yeah. feelings mm-hmm. in most cases. But also just being forgiving of yourself that every now and then you're going to fuck up. DL, I fucked up many times. I fucked up this morning. Do you want to hear what I said to Rafa? Yes. I'm very ashamed. Okay. I know it's not right. Let it out. Let it out. It probably damaged her psychologically. Great. Couldn't get the kid to put her shoes on. Oh, the shoe battle. Shoes. Just, mummy, you do it while I'm carrying 
two lunch boxes, two bags and coats because it's no. winter and beanies. And she stands there going, you put my shoes on when she is more than capable. And do you know what I said? What? I thought Iggy was the baby in our family. Turns out it's you. I think that's inspired. No. Why? It's fucked up. Why? Don't say that. That's fine. That is fine. No, I didn't feel good. I didn't feel good oh, about it. God. For one, I don't think it's God, right. Don't come to my house. <laughs> I don't like pitting siblings against each other. No, no, no. It's something okay, that I've really sure. tried to stop myself yeah. from doing because mm-hmm. there's complexities in that. Okay, and people yeah. do grow up with triggers. Where <laughs> don't know they... what you're talking about. <laughs> well, I grew up being told my brother was the perfect baby. Mm-hmm. And in my psyche, it sort of bled into that where I was like, I was the problematic one. Yes. But my parents never said that, but the inference yeah. feels that it is that okay so i didn't want to say like oh i thought iggy was the baby and also it gives iggy permission to behave that way and it's like you oh, can't because you're the first one i've over dude i spiraled over you just it. wanted those fucking shoes on it's fine no and she's not a baby she can't put her damn shoes on yes yeah but i tried everything yeah yeah, yeah. until i exploded okay. with that comment yeah i don't think that's a fuck up all right. i think it's important for kids to know that people have limits And if you push people too far, they crack. I think that's a good, resilient life skill that I'm not worried about teaching my kids. But I've also had moments, because I know this use of language of hitting limits Mm -hmm. with kids and giving yourself permission to show that vulnerable side of you. Yeah. But I prefer when I reach for that rhetoric. Yeah. So there have been times like where I just cannot get Rafa in her car seat, yeah. where she runs to the opposing oh. corner of the car from where I'm at. It drives me fucking crazy. And I go, I've reached my limit. <laughs> <laughs> Mummy has limits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've done that and yeah, I feel yeah. better about because that. Because you made it about your feelings rather than shaming her. Shaming her and calling her a four-year-old a baby. Yeah. And she's a four-year-old who takes immense pride on being a four-year-old. Oh, that's why you said it because <laughs> you knew it would oh, get your reaction oh I went for the jugular you know <laughs> I really did Rafa is deep in that stage of I'll give you an example she's learnt her left from right yeah and weirdly something I didn't expect in motherhood I'm proud of her yeah of course you are so I loved being like so Rafa which is your right hand which is your left which way are we turning left or right all that kind of stuff and she nails it and I'm genuinely fascinated by but how do you know? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, Take her. <laughs> no, I know, but I guess what I wanted... Unless you taught her. I, no, I didn't teach Leo her. Leo Sai. <laughs> I wanted, Sorry, everyone, that's Ty for left. Turn left, yes. Yeah, yeah. What's on, Rebs? Yeah. I almost wanted her to reply with, well, I learnt this trick where if you hold your fingers like this, it's the shape of an L. Yeah. But instead, when I say, how do you know which is left or right, she goes, it's because I'm four. Uh, you know? So she's everything is... It's because I'm four. It's because I'm four, mum. Yeah. So because I know she has that strong ownership over being a four-year-old. You weaponized it. And that's fine. The lowest ball. Oh, I just don't think it's that low. It is low. It's not. Nah, I don't want to. Low would have been like, if you don't put your shoes on, I don't love you anymore. That's low. Rev's words matter. (laughs) I know. And I I criticize my mum for things and I've held on to them. (laughs) It's like when I. Here we go. Here comes the wound. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I still tell my mum. I remember when I was six. 16 years old and I came down in this outfit that I was so fucking proud of. I felt so hot in it and I walked down the stairs and she went, that's an interesting outfit. (laughs) And then I did the interesting. What do you mean by that? I know what the subtext of that is, mum. You don't like it. Why don't you like it? Do you have a problem with what I'm wearing? (laughs) Do you want to fucking dress me? You know, that it escalates. (laughs) So I'm mindful of my words, but I think what I want to say to our DL. Yes. 
<laughs> the fact that you care yeah. is already the biggest step in parenting. Totally. It really is. Yeah. The fact that you are even trying, like the use of the word trying, we are all trying. Fuck, there are parents out there who don't try. Yeah, totally. So you're already in the good books. Yeah. You're, your kids are going to be okay. You love your kids. It's clear. Yes. You're fine. You're totally fine. Yeah. And also, if you say something that you feel is inappropriate or you acted inappropriately, Revs and I always talk about this, you follow up with the apology. It's about the repair. Always. I think they learn a lot more in the repair than they do in the moment. So you can say, oh, look, actually, I didn't like my choice of words there. That's wonderful. You teach them that you can change your mind. Yep. That it's easy to say sorry. Yeah, on the mind changing, yeah. Rafa's weaponizing that against me at the moment. Oh, good. She's a smart fucking cookie. Oh, Revs, I don't love it. Why? What? Give me an example. Mummy, I really want wheat bix for breakfast, heated with honey and cut up banana. Oh, sounds nice. Yep, make it for her. Yeah. I want toast. I'm like, no, you asked for wheat bix yeah. with cut up banana and honey heated yeah. in the microwave. I've changed my mind. Well, you don't get to change your mind about breakfast. Yes. You can change your mind about a worldview, <laughs> but not about breakfast. Yes. Do you know what? I have an easy one for that. You say, well, if you're still hungry after your wheat bix, you can also have toast. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, Love that, it. That one always Where works. Where were you yesterday morning when I needed that quick? <sighs> Sorry, are you please tune into my parenting <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Gentle breakfast with Kate Reds. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I always say, yeah, you can have that when you've eaten that one. Yeah. Yeah. But then she does a full body throw down and cries. Let her do it. I do. I give her space now. But then she does this new thing where she's absolutely losing it crying sees that she's not getting a reaction out of me. Like I just keep tending to the other person's breakfast who lives in our house, AKA Iggy. And then she goes, ah! and make sure I see her crocodile tears. Yeah, yeah, I'll call yeah. it what it is. And then uh, she runs over to me screaming, going, I want a cuddle. (laughs) Give me a cuddle. And I'm like, no, No. not until you calm down and take 10 deep breaths. I can't take a deep breath. So the negotiations. The thing I'm dealing with at the moment is a massive moodiness from my five-year-old who's growing like a mushroom. The kiddo is literally, I think he grew five centimeters in the last month. Wow. He's really growing. And I can see it in him. He's stretching. He's got growing pains. You know, he started school this year. All the things. Like, he's got a lot going on. But he gets moody. If mm. he doesn't eat, he gets hangry. I and feel he like can't this is handle a boy himself. Thing. Yeah, it is. So I'm trying to teach him. You can be in the worst mood, mate. You can be in a foul-ass mood, but you don't put that on the family. You mm. take that mood to your room. I don't Good. want your bad mood hovering over our household. <laughs> I have this visual of him being like, fine. fine. <laughs> and like storming off with a cloud. Yeah. With thunder and lightning bolts coming yes. out. And he like slams the door and he's like sitting on his bed under a storm cloud on his yeah, own good because i don't want my kids to think it's okay to put their foul mood on the household mm. not cool i must admit lately rafa can really dictate the tone yeah. of our family the four or five year olds really own it don't <sighs> they i've really had jack of it yeah, to be yeah. honest yeah and yeah. i do find the ignoring yeah annoys her which makes me feel like i'm succeeding <laughs> she comes out of it eventually <sighs> But ultimately, I think it's fine to seek advice, like read up on it all and then cherry pick what works for you. Totally. And just be kind to yourself if you fucking lose it and you can't implement it. Because I've talked about this on the podcast. The biggest issue I have with gentle parenting approach is the time factor. Totally. And very rarely do they address 
what do you do in a short time frame period when you're running late and you're trying to get out the door? Because a lot of those theories are based in the Montessori or the Rye theory, which is not about being somewhere on time. It's about creating space and creating a yes environment and empowering blah, blah, blah. And that's just not the world that all of us live in all the time. You know? No, especially in a city like Sydney. Yeah, yeah. We're in a rat race. Yes, the Montessori and Rye parenting styles don't really work when it's like we gotta be at daycare at 8 30 yes you know and i also want to say to our dl that you're not failing no and i also guarantee i'd say you're fucking winning sounds like you've set some great boundaries absolutely but i do think that without even realizing you're having multiple mini wins all through the day or all through the evening whenever you're parenting where you are implementing yeah. gentle parenting without even realizing Surely. just in the choice of the language you use it doesn't take a kid to have a monumental mental meltdown for you to go I failed at implementing it you are it's a practice yeah I'm sorry unpopular opinion some of these gentle parented kids they're brats they're entitled (laughs) yeah they've got to know people have limits and not everyone in the world is going to hold space for you while you have a shit fit no that's not the real world it isn't like yes when you're a little fragile toddler or when you're going through a big moment or when you're having big feelings sure there's always a time and a place if that space can be carved out wonderful but also we live in a world with other people we live in families with other people and you have to play your part and pull your weight yes you have to and the quicker you learn that the better or you're going to be a little shit hunchy <laughs> and there are big rocks and little rocks. There's a time. What's and this theory? Tell me the big rock. I don't know. Rock. My husband always uses this. Okay. He like when he and I got together. This is a hardcore Did tangent. Did he read a book on how to parent you? <laughs> Would be very out of character for him, but it's possible. But he always talked to me about his ex mm-hmm. and how they had a lot of the little rocks aligned where they shared a lot of the same interests mm-hmm. and they enjoyed watching the same TV shows and going to the same restaurants and enjoyed the company of the same sort of friends. Mm-hmm. They were all the little rocks that lined up. But the big rocks, such as how we want to raise kids, where we want to raise kids, what our values are. He said the big rocks never aligned. What's the analogy? What are the rocks? Well, it goes back to the idea of don't sweat the small stuff. Right, okay. And when it came to he and I getting together, he said, you know, there's a lot of little rocks that might not line up for us. Like we have a lot of different interests, Mm -hmm. but our big rocks are the same. Are the same. Yeah. And the big rocks are our values around how we want to raise our kids where we want to raise our kids, which is a big rock. You can't have two people in a relationship who are opposed to what country to live in. It's (laughs) a big question because choosing the country then sets the foundations of the culture in which they grow up in, what school they go into and how that informs their personalities Mm -hmm. and the people that they become in the world. Big shit. Yeah. Little shit. Like restaurants. Yeah. Restaurants and TV shows are yeah. insignificant. Okay. How did we get here? I don't know. I like it though. It's theories. Theories on approaching relationships. I don't know. I really liked it mm. because it was acknowledging that, yeah, we might not have the same taste in TV and shows. That's fine. But that's fine because yeah. the important things mm-hmm. line up. Our worldview. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, totally. So I think there are big rocks where you can implement gentle parenting, where it is important mm-hmm. to not shame. Mm-hmm. Like if your child is upset about, say, for example, going to a party and feeling left out. Mm-hmm. If my kid was like, oh, so-and-so didn't talk to me and they didn't let me play with them, I would in that moment go, okay, this is a big rock. Yeah. I probably need to take the time for this. 
when it's shit like not eating porridge and demanding toast, that's a little rock. And that's where I'm like, fuck the gentle parenting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This requires firm parenting where yeah. I'm like, no. And I would do exactly what you said, where it's like, fine, you don't want to eat that, that's fine, then you don't get this. Or yeah. you finish that, then you get rewarded yeah, with yeah. it. So I guess that's where I'm trying to go with it. Totally. Is It sounds like to me with the DL, when she's had a major meltdown I guarantee yeah it was probably over something like running late trying to get them out the door yeah. them not putting their shoes on them having a tantrum because I think with a lot of the gentle parenting books and I really struggle with this you're sometimes made to feel that you have to hold space for every single moment moment <laughs> yeah. that they have yeah and sometimes their tantrums or their meltdowns are over really really irrelevant shit and sometimes I don't want to get on Iggy's level and go mummy is sorry that she peeled the banana when I know that you wanted to peel the banana but it's the last banana so can you put you know like I just want to go I understand you want to leave the house with one sock on but it's freezing (laughs) yeah no I don't have time for that shit in that situation I go all right then you don't get the banana it's the last one have it or don't yeah no that's not my problem well look yes we're not here to shame or like we're here for good attachment I'm not but you're not shaming a kid we're also here to guide them into becoming humans who can live in a world with fucking society (laughs) you can't have a cry when someone peels your banana you just can't do you know what's interesting Rebs and maybe I'm diving too deep into another topic here but discussions around money and children because I've had chats with people where their argument is I don't want my kids to develop money fears Mm -hmm. and then I'm sort of the opposite where I think well I think it's important for kids to understand the value of money from a young age because this is the world we live in nothing is free there's a balance though money fears can be a lifetime debilitating problem absolutely and that's why I say it is a very tricky subject Mm. I think it's a really hard one to get right you want to educate your kids but then yeah you don't want to put the fear of death into them about yeah. wasting money yeah. or not having enough yeah. money. Because I don't want them having a scarcity mentality. Absolutely. Yeah. You also don't want them to have a negative perception of money where it's like, oh, mummy and daddy work hard to earn that money. I hate work. Because I hate that they away. have to, because it takes yeah. them away. Like, uh-huh. oh, fuck, it's delicate, right? Hey, hey, hey. It's exhausting mm-hmm. just thinking about it. Maybe that's another topic we could do a deeper dive into. But I'm navigating it right now because Raf is very interested in what she calls tickets. She literally found a $20 note on the floor and she's like, oh, mummy, I must give this ticket to the penguins. I was like, okay. In my daughter's classroom, they have a currency, a fake currency that they earn and can use to trade and make deals that. and spend. And Yeah, it's really cool. Does it have a name? Yeah, it's called Robobucks because the teacher is Miss Robinson. Oh, right. Yeah. I thought it was like Robo... Robobucks? Crypto. No. Cryptocurrency. No. <laughs> is it called Robot? Oh, Robots? Roblox. Roblox? No, it's Robots? not Roblox. Roblox, whatever it's called. Yeah, no. Robobux. Okay. And it's like a fake currency that only has value in their classroom and they can use it to get new pencils. They can trade it with their friends. They can buy for the day they can sit at the teacher's desk, but then they've used all their dollars and they don't, you know, it's good. Yeah, cute. It's basically she's teaching them the value of money and how it works. I love that. Yeah, it's good. We're doing that at Rafa's daycare at the moment. We're raising money for the manly penguins. Oh, cute. Very sweet. But basically she has to do chores mm-hmm. to earn the money that she's going to donate. Nice. And then she has to write out what it is that she did. And how good. She doesn't have to pay any bills. <laughs> she pay any rent. Yeah, enjoy she that can, freedom. She can give all her money into philanthropy. I wonder if our kids will be like our generation and be the boomerang generation where they end up living with us well into their 30s. Oh, yeah, of course they will. <laughs> of course they will. Feels like an inevitability, doesn't it? <laughs> anyway. 
Feels like we're getting off topic. We are. Happy Friday, bitches. Yeah, and just have a wine. If you've had a shit fit and you've had fights with your kids and you didn't want to get down on their level, get up onto the high level of the highest shelf and pick yourself a nice top shelf liquor to get through Friday. Body in a potty, as we say. That's it. We hope you have a lovely weekend Love ahead. Love you guys. Stay warm, Sydney Siders. Yeah, the temperatures are heckers warm. at the moment. I know, and I've booked a night activity for oh, me and the kids. Oh, that sounds chilly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure is. Bye. Ciao, ciao.